Change Agents. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with me, your host, Tracy B. Allen, impact strategist and owner of TVA Consulting. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering nonprofit leaders, social entrepreneurs, and small business owners with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to build and grow a profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructure so that they can create impact in their communities. And I'm live. Hey, everyone. Good morning. So remember, I have told you guys every time I make one of these videos that what I say right now could possibly change in about two hours. And yesterday, the SBA slash federal government sent out a slew of new updates that directly affect the PPP and the EIDL. So, and some of the stuff I said yesterday still applies, of course, but some of it that I said was specific to a certain um, state or region is now affecting all of us. So today we're going to unpack all of the updates that came out yesterday. So good morning again, everyone. Welcome to Morning Tea with me, Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting, where we help nonprofit organizations and businesses develop the systems and processes needed to build and grow profitable, sustainable, and compliant infrastructures so that they can achieve their mission and realize their vision, but most of all, so that they can create impact in their communities. All right, so I have three pages of notes to unpack for you today. So you might want to take out your pencil and paper and let's get going. Okay, so um, the PPP filing for um, people who are filing with their Schedule C, if you're independent contractor, self-employed or whatever, you can actually start filing today. I know it says April 10th, but you can stop, start the filing process today. Most banks were accepting it since April 3rd anyway, because um, I guess one application, two applications, it really doesn't matter. Same basic information. Um, if you don't have your Schedule C, you've never filed a Schedule C, you may need to um, get in contact with a CPA to help you out and make sure that you are putting down the accurate information because you don't want to be held liable for misinformation. So some of the um, documents that they're looking for your bank is looking for when you bring your um, application in could be IRS forms 941, okay, IRS forms and 940, or payrolls for the last 12 months or the last three, right? Um, your W-2s, your W-3s, for 2019. Some banks are asking for that. Um, copies of state unemployment tax filings for 2019, if you have done any of that. And your Schedule C, um, 10, Form 1040 or Form um, 1099, if you're a 1099 employee. So those are just some of the possible documents that your bank could be asking you for. So make sure you gather them together first before you go apply because you don't want to make the process more arduous than it needs to be. So start gathering up your, um, your documentation before you go and apply at your bank. So, okay. First update, make sure that your loan calculations are correct. You are responsible 
for making sure that your loan calculations are correct. You will be held liable if any of it is miscalculated, not the bank. The bank does not have to go through a meticulous um, process of verifying that the information that you put down is accurate. They're holding you to your word. If this is what you say your payroll costs are, they're holding you to the fact that you said this is what it is, and they expect that you are giving them the right information. Now, when it comes time for forgiveness, and they actually meticulously go through your records and find out that that calculation that you put down initially is not correct, there can be some penalties that occur to that. I don't know what the penalties are currently, but of course, I know one of them is that you're going to have to pay back the loan. It's not going to be forgiven. Definitely. Okay. Exemptions. Um, there's some new exemptions because remember before you had to have um, fewer than 500 employees in order to apply for the PPP. Now you can have more than 500 um, employees, but you have to meet both of these um, both of these um, exemptions. Oops, sorry. This is real life happening over here. <laughs> um, so um, you have to have a tangible network. Your tangible network cannot be more than $15 million. So if you have more than 500 employees, you're eligible if you meet both of these requirements. Your tangible network is not more than $15 million and your average income after federal taxes for the last two years cannot be more than $5 million per year. Okay, so if you meet both of those requirements and you have more than 500 employees, you're still you can now qualify for the PPP. All right. Um, so remember, we talked about if you made more than $100,000 a year, you did not qualify. So now there's an exemption for that as well. So you can make more than $100,000 a year and still qualify for this loan. So the exclusion in excess of $100,000 annually applies only to cash compensation, not non-cash benefits, including employee contribution to retirement plans, group health, and state and local taxes. Good morning. Um, so again, the exclusion in excess of $100,000 annually applies only to cash contribution, um, co contribution, um, cash compensation, not, it applies, <laughs> wait, let me read that again. If the 100,000 only applies to cash contribution, does not apply to cash contributions benefits except for employee um, contribution, retirement plans, group health, and state and local taxes. Okay, with the PPP, it covers, we talked about this before, it covers um, sick leave, vacation, family, parental leave, but it does not cover the um, Corona Response Act leave. So you can pay sick leave, you can pay family leave, parental leave, all of that, but it does not co um, cover those Corona Act leave. The EIDL grant is now, remember yesterday I told you that the EIDL grant, Massachusetts was saying that they were only going to pay um, $1,000 per employee, but that was not what was written in the initial CARES Act. 
Now, yesterday, they decided that that was going to be the norm. So the EIDL grant is now going to be $1,000 per employee up to um, $10,000. So that's a big change. So it's not up to $10,000 anymore per person. I mean, per the individual um, applying, it's now going to be $1,000 um, per employee up to $10,000. Okay. So what should you use for payroll calculations? You should use the last 12 months or your 2018-19 taxes, or you can use, if you just started, of course, the last three months of um, calculations to come up with your actual your actual payroll cost okay can you um include contractors in your payroll cost no you cannot they have to be actual employees that you're paying state and federal taxes for to be considered an employee on your payroll calculations so if you have subcontractors you have independent contractors you cannot use these people to calculate your payroll cost um, independent contractors are eligible for, P P for PPP if they apply themselves. So if you have independent contractors, because you can't apply for them um, as part of your payroll costs, doesn't mean that they cannot get monies. They can apply on their own. If they have their 1099 or their Schedule C, you know, whether you're Uber driver or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can still go ahead and apply. Okay. Calculating gross payroll. It does not include employee payroll taxes, but does include the, um, it does not include the employer. So if I had, um, employees under me, I couldn't include my payroll taxes, but I can include my employees in that. Okay. If you already filled out the application for your PPP with your bank and you included some of these things in your application for your payroll costs, I suggest that you contact your bank and pull your application back, make the corrections, and then resubmit your application because you do not want to submit, submit an application that has false information again on it because there are going to be penalties on liabilities if you provide false information. I mean, it's just like you're filing for your IRS taxes. You put false information on there, you're going to be held liable. So you don't want to do that. Um, so you have up until the time that they cut, they cut the check. So they haven't cut the check yet. You need to pull your application back, call your banker, say, wait a minute, I made some errors. Let me make some changes on this application before you continue the processing of the application based on this. So if you included um, federal payroll taxes and stuff for yourself in there, you need to um, recalculate and take that out. Um, forgiveness depends on the borrower's cost. Um, over the eight-week period. So remember, the PPP covers an eight-week period span, okay? So <clears throat> your forgiveness is going to depend on what you spent over the eight-week period. And that begins the day the lender cuts you the check. So if your lender gives you money today, your eight-week period starts today. Now, when you get that money, you have eight weeks, like I said, to spend the money appropriately for what you said you needed to spend it for. Remember, 75% goes to payroll expenses and 25% can go to, um, to utilities, overhead expenses, right? So I am going to suggest that within 24 hours to 48 hours after your eight-week period is up, that you can contact your bank and say to them, your banker, your lender, 
and say to them, what do I need to bring in? What documentation do I need in order to get this loan forgiven? Gather up those documents. As a matter of fact, you should ask them when you get the money. When you get go, you get your check, call your bank and say, hey, what documentations are you guys going to need from me in order for me to be considered for loan forgiveness so that you can make sure that while you're spending the money, you are actually documenting the process correctly. Okay, because you don't want to scramble and, and most people are not good at record keeping. It's just the fact, unless you have a CPA, you know. So make sure that you know what you're going to need for um, forgiveness because most people are looking to have this forgiven. Nobody wants to pay it back. Let's be honest. So make sure you're doing the right steps to get it done. Okay, 10 days after. So the new thing is 10 days after you apply for um, the loan, for your PPP loan with your lender and they have accepted the um, the um, the application, they said, yes, you are approved for the application applicate for the loan, you should get your funds within 10 days from that time. So now that the um, SBA has made clear about the EIDL, that it's $1,000 per employee, and that is concrete and clear, everybody understands that is, you know, up to $10,000, $1,000 per employee. I am thinking that those loans, so those grants will be now be processed expeditiously um because i think the real holdup was they were like wait we're not giving everybody ten thousand dollars that's just not happening you know so now that they've made it clear that it's going to be one thousand dollars um per employee and you count as an employee if you're the only person in your company because you work for the company um so that doesn't negate that you're not going to be able to get it you're still going to be able to get that money as long as you qualify um i think that things will move along more quickly at this point in time. So that those are all the updates I have for today. Um, if you have any questions, put them below. I know that was a mouthful, um, but like I said, things change rapidly. They're changing constantly. My eyes hurt. <laughs> I literally had to have my son go buy me some eye drops yesterday because my eyes hurt from reading so much. Um, but anyway, if you have any questions, drop them in the comment section below, or you can contact me by going to my website at tvacon.com, tvacon.com. Again, that's tvacon.com. And thank you for joining me for morning tea. Bye guys. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that needs the products and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to get it right. Have a great day. Hey, Change Agents, and welcome to season two of my podcast. My name is Tracy V. Allen, impact strategist and owner of TVA Consulting. This podcast, formerly known as Nonprofit Biz Talk, is now called the Change Agents Podcast. And that's agents with a Z at the end, not an S. Why the name change, you might ask? Well, my client pool is evenly split between nonprofit leaders, social entrepreneurs, and small business owners. 
Yeah, so I decided to be more inclusive with my content and make it more relatable to all parties. This podcast also has an accompanying vodcast on my YouTube channel called Change Agents TV. So make sure to go over and subscribe. So we're going to shake things up a little bit around here and bring you applicable strategies, not just methodologies. Yes, methodologies are needed for a solid foundation, but without understanding how to strategically implement it, it is like having a bunch of useless information that you're never going to use. Example, trigonometry and calculus. I have never used either a day in my life outside high school and college. So fasten your seatbelts and grab your pen and paper and let's get started with season two of the Change Agents podcast. Mm-hmm.